Thanks for joining me this week on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports. And we're here to talk about a really good book I've really enjoyed uh, with author, storyteller, L.D. Morrow. Um, it's Think Like a Bartender, encouraging people to tap into their inner mixologist. I know that seems cliche and, and, uh, and create their best their best selves and a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of experience and a lot of great stories. LD, thanks for uh, coming on. Happy holidays uh, as we are the holiday seasons approach and uh, this would make a great holiday gift. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Rick and happy holidays to you as well. Um, I agree. It'd make an amazing stocking stuffer and I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. No, I mean, this is, uh, I, I love promoting good books. I see uh, a lot of books that I, I can't finish or, uh, you know, I kind of, I, I have a short attention span sometimes, like we all do in this day and age. Uh, but this one definitely kept my attention. Probably maybe the second best book I've read all year. So, um, re- oh, wow. yeah, really enjoyed it. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of parallels between, uh, uh, being a bartender and just kind of life skills getting through life. Kind of take me through the inspiration for uh, for writing this. Uh, definitely a book that needed to be written. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I'll start with a quote from Toni Morrison. She said, "If if there's something out there that you have you want to read and you haven't read it yet, then you should be the one to write the book." So yeah. that's really how this book um, started. You know, I was doing stand up comedy in New York, and I'm sitting at a bar, and I'm looking at this bartender, and he's slammed. I mean, he's running around with clean glasses, and he's bringing out plates of food. He's taking change from checks, and I thought, man. Where would this guy be without his bar back? You know, because the bar back rushed in with some clean glasses. And then I thought, where would we be without the bar backs in our lives? Our people, the people that are there to watch our backs. And that was kind of the uh, the beginnings of the thinking about this book. So, um, yeah, you know, Think Like a Bartender was really a funny and entertaining way to draw some parallels between a bartender and the regular person. Uh, you know, it's for bartenders uh, to see the parallels between their jobs and their personal lives. It's for customers so they can better appreciate a profession that, you know, a lot of times is taken for granted. And it's for everyday people. You know, I say whether you drink wine and spirits or water and Sprite, you'll be able to, you know, take something from this book and, and take a better inventory of your life. Yeah, LD uh, cut her teeth as a as a comedian for years uh in new york uh caroline's uh, broadway comedy club other uh venues uh, born and raised in houston texas so you kind of got the uh, the texas upbringing uh you bring a lot of your own experience to this have has been uh as the as the typical i know we all when we think of the bar we think of cheers ld has that's kind of the traditional bar setting has the the bar setting of today kind of changed uh, in the last 20 years it really has. You know, in the preface of the book, I talk about the concept of cheers and how you walk in and everyone knows your name and they're pouring your drink before you even sit down. You know, but now there's so many different types of bars and lounges. You have kind of the speakeasies. You have these bars that are so busy now that you can't even get to the bar. So it kind of takes away that one-to-one relationship. And that's something I really wanted to highlight again in this book because the bartender is not just your bartender. They've been your therapist. They're an arbitrator. They break up fights. They're your, you know, um, psychologist. So kind of bringing back that connection between the bartender and the patron. 
Yeah, pleasure to be talking to uh, L.D. Morrow, uh, comedian, bartender. Uh, the book is Think Like a Bartender, Recipes for Life. Definitely is that. Uh, print, ebook, audiobook on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, and more, uh, $11.99. This is uh, the perfect holiday gift. Uh, uh, I'm going to buy a couple, actually, myself to give away as gifts. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I love the cover. From the cover to the last page, this is uh, something definitely for you to be proud of. And uh, um, it, it, you call this, uh, or maybe you're, it's meant to be a self-help book, but really is it just kind of a collection of stories from your life that you kind of relate to uh, different things? It's, uh, it's, it's really uh, a bunch of different things all in one book. It is. It is. It's kind of like, a, I guess you could call it a Long Island iced tea. It's <laughs> a little bit of all the liquors in it, right? So, you know, I think with self-help, sometimes they can come off a bit pretentious. You know, they're telling you about your life and what you need to do. I wanted the person to read this book to feel like I was sitting next to you. We were having a couple of cocktails, and I was just telling you stories about my life, and it just happened to relate to something that you could learn from. So um, it could fall into the genre of self-help, but it most definitely is a humorous, kind of a comical, easygoing look at everyday life between those in the hospitality industry, those in corporate America, and, you know, the regular Joe. Yeah, we're with L.D. Morrow, comedian, author, bartender. We'll put all the links to in the show notes to uh, where you can get the book and uh, a copy of the book's cover, um, Think Like a Bartender, Recipes for Life. I cover a lot of sports, L.D. Uh, uh, you'll find me uh, some weekends in a sports bar watching the games. Um, talk about the importance of sports in a bar setting. Uh, we, we talked before the, the segment about uh, um, bar arguments a lot of times revolve around sports. People in there have one eye on the, uh, on the TV, on the big game. Um, sports, uh, a, big, a big thing to bars, big, uh, uh, big money uh, a source of, uh, of income for, ba- for bars is uh, the sports fan. You know, and I'm an avid fantasy football um, participant for a number of years. I'm a lifetime Dallas Cowboy fan who lives in New York City. Now, how about that for a bar brawl? <laughs> you know, so I already have to – I'm always constantly prepared to defend our five rings. And I know we haven't had a ring since 93 or 94, but that's okay. So I think the the sports scene is important in bars because it brings people from all different backgrounds together at the same time. You could be rooting for a team that's 0-10 or you could be rooting for a team that's, you know, 10-1 and 1 or something like the Patriots, but you still have to respect each other, listen to each other, you know, while you take in these drinks and, and you know, try not to get thrown out of the place. So, you know, I love, you know, sports bars. That's one of my favorite places to be. And actually, some of this book was written in sports bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I admire your fandom, LD. It's, uh, the fans in uh, the Metroplex are getting a little restless uh, with the Cowboys. A lot of talent on that team. Um, but uh, watching a game in a sports bar or in a bar is uh, is a different experience from watching it at home because you have uh, you may have uh, a crowd rooting for one team, a crowd rooting for for the other team, and you hear the uh, the roars and the groans uh, all in one place. It's uh, it's kind of a, an experience in itself. 
it's an experience in itself. And if you go to that same bar every week, yeah. again, that bartender gets to know you. He's pouring your drink. You have on your jerseys. You meet new friends. Um, and I love that, especially here in New York City. You know, and I, I have love for the Giants. I have love for the Jets. I have love for the Bills. But, you know, Dallas Cowboys, you know, that's my team. So I'm always a part of some sort of conversation based on what I'm wearing in a sports bar. Yeah, my my good friend is, I don't know if you know, comedian Greg Schwem, LD, uh, out of Chicago, and he wrote a book about the kind of the salad bar is, is his uh, metaphor for life, a little a little in this, a little in that. Uh, you're, you're taking it from uh, a bartender's perspective. What is it with comedians and food and drink that uh, you guys always relate things to that? Well, those are just two things that really keep us happy and sane. Uh, so for me, if I'm not eating or drinking, you know, that kind of kind of lulls everyone kind of down to the same point. But I think we look at things very similarly in, in, in comedy. You look at a bar, you look at a salad bar, and you're looking at all the different mixings. And I kind of see where he's going with that. And that's kind of a great analogy. Um, for me, you know, writing a book about bars, I know that there are people who may not drink alcoholic beverages. And this book is not about advocating, you know, excess drinking. It's just about you've been somewhere where someone has had to serve you. And take it from their perspective how they're feeling. And hopefully, you know, you'll have a better um point of view the next time you interact with someone. Yeah, a couple quick hits here, uh, LD, wrapping up here with LD Morrow. Um, who are the best tippers at bars, LD, and who are the worst tippers? Um, the best tippers at bars are those who are already drunk, <laughs> because sometimes they don't understand that 20% was already added, and then they give you more money. So to me, if you're a little inebriated, you're the best tipper. Uh, you know, sometimes I find the, the worst tippers are not necessarily a certain person, but it's those who have a lot on their minds, they're rushing out, their Uber's here, they're on the phone arguing with someone and they're already preoccupied. And most times you already know that's going to happen. Um, you know, that's kind of been my experience at a bar. You know, if they're just running out or doing something, they kind of forget. What's the one drink that is ordered and the bartenders say, oh, we got to make that? What's, uh, what's the worst thing to make uh, as a bartender? You know, I think, you know, a lot of bartenders would agree, like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, you're muddling, and it takes a lot of time. And I have a lot of friends who are true mixologists, and they, they care about their craft, and they're, you know, lighting things on fire and smoking things, and that's great. But I think it takes a lot of time, especially when you have a really busy bar. So um, that's probably the most annoying type of drink that's ordered. Yeah, we're coming up on the holiday season, a festive time in bars. But also uh, there's another side to it. Some people that don't have family, they spend a lot of time in bars uh, come the holiday season because there's nowhere else to go. How do you deal with maybe someone that's uh, not down on their luck, but uh, maybe they're, uh, they're alone in a city, they're hanging out at the bar on the holidays when everyone else is with family and friends. The bartender, you have to be kind of their best friend, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a speed dating approach. You don't know who's going to sit in front of you, yet there they are. So you don't want to kind of oversell. You can get a good feeling about a person within the first 30 seconds if they're not having a good day, if they are. And the best thing about being a bartender, when you come back and say, hey, can I get you another, you can start that conversation. Say, hey, what are you doing here tonight? It's a nice day out or, you know, it's snowing, you know. Where's your family? And you can ask those questions. And people are more open to talk to bartenders 
than anyone else. So it does give you the opportunity to kind of build some sort of relationship or rapport with a stranger. Yeah, you're a friend, you're a psychologist, uh, you have to play a lot of roles and uh, and you're serving up the drinks even if you're uh, even if you're not a drinker like me, um you can appreciate it. Uh, uh always fun the best people watching I always say LD is in bars and airports and then the airport bars even the uh, the best of both worlds. So uh uh <laughs> yeah, a little something for everyone. Uh, LD is uh, a great author, comedian and a lot of great stories and this is absolutely the uh, the perfect easy read, quick read, a great holiday read. Uh think like a bartender recipes for life. We'll put all the notes uh into the uh, into the show notes LD and just a great great effort, great uh um, great book and uh I look forward to what's coming from you next. I'm definitely a fan. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rick. I'll be sure to uh, keep you posted on everything. Please do, and have a great holidays, and uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great service, uh, and I know you love it. Thank you. I do. Thanks so much. Thanks, Aldi.